As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got an update on the MVP odds in the National Basketball Association and another best bet winner for Steve Fezzik that we've got to gloat about later on in the show. What is the Vegas lead here on a Tuesday? Yeah, Fez is red hot. We got a college basketball best bet before the end of the show. I think it has to be Dak Prescott. And isn't it ironic the number being reported Right now, so the Las Vegas lead, the mysterious $33 million. Yeah, and that's a report from ESPN's Dan Graziano who said that the Cowboys did have an offer for Dak Prescott out at $33 million a season, which is a familiar number because that apparently is a number that will be attached to him via the transition tag or the exclusive tag if they decide to go that route. So that's fascinating, though. So how, do we know how many years this is? I, I know earlier they were saying there wasn't a clear report Yeah, I on the seen, number of years they're off. I haven't seen the number of years. I've also seen a report that was thrown out earlier today that he was looking to do a shorter-term contract, maybe a three-year deal a la Kirk Cousins to hit free agency faster. Here's the question, though. If it's more than one year, isn't that a negative? meaning we know that the market for quarterbacks go up, up, and up. So let's just use, for example, the idea of 
the 2020 quarterback cap hit rankings versus 2016. So in 2016, Eli Manning, highest paid quarterback by cap hit, $24 million. Big Ben was number two, $24 million. Matt Ryan was number three, 23.8. So really the big three in 2016, 24 million or so. This year, four years later, 2020, Jared Goff, oh my gosh, who 36 million. Big Ben, his arm isn't new, but he's making 33.5, and Cousins is 31. So the idea that the cap has gone up from 24 million to 36 million in just four years, doesn't it lend itself to say that a longer term deal is a bad thing because, for a quarterback because quarterbacks that are at the top of the rankings that are getting paid the most, their pay keeps going up, up, and up. Yeah, and, and by the time we get to that point, I mean, look where, the, as you just pointed out, look where the money's going to be at. So it would make no sense for Dak Prescott to sign a contract now if, if in a couple of years from now the market is going to be set at a much higher rate. It would be bad. Yeah, and so, so if 33 is what the cap hit or is what the offer is for the franchise tag or the exclusive tag, then why would you want any more years than you've already got, right? Like if, if I was Dak, if I was Dak, wouldn't you agree that you'd want one year at 33 instead of three years at 33? Um, oof. That that's hard for me to think with his wallet, not mine. Um, I I would take the three years at thirty three. If I could get three years at thirty three, I would take it. Unless they're dead set on on wanting to surpass Russell Wilson's number. Yeah, but wow. If you, I mean, I guess in a way, the thing that's and again, to some degree, this is first world problems times a million. Yeah, right? of course. So what I would say is this: if I'm not happy with thirty three for one year. And every year, and apparently Dak was all, you know, pouting about, well, one, supposedly he didn't take that last year yeah. or, or, you know, a That's year a report, ago. Yeah. And I know you're skeptical of that. I mean, do you really, <laughs> what, what do you think the likelihood is that that actually is, is incorrect by a major amount, the $33 million report? I, I, don't, I don't think it's a major amount, but I would think that if they got that close to where he was surpassing Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, that, and they were all in the same draft class, to me, that would seem like something he would want to sign up for. So that's why I have my skept- my I'm a little skeptical about it. You're saying last year, yeah. Now, now, would you agree that whatever Dak was worth before last season, Dak is worth more now? Um, I don't think it's moved that much. I, I, I'm, I'm still. I think he's still a quality quarterback. But if you were to look at the big games that he played in, he struggled in those big moments. So I actually think he's just been kind of flatlined for this year. I don't think he went down. I don't think he went up. Well, actually, you're making right now the Colin Cowherd argument because I'm going to make the argument and say, let's look at 16 games over the course of the season and the QBR for Dak, number four in the entire league, number four. Yards thrown, number two. Now, you might say, wait a minute, RJ. It's not about Dak. It's about the Dallas offense, okay? Yards per play offensively, number one in the NFL, Dallas. DVOA from Football Outsiders, number two. It's an advanced metric of the offense. 
in the entire league number two. And you might say, RJ, it's about points, not that, not the team. Yards, points, okay? Number six. So if you've got a quarterback that is literally somewhere between one and six in QBR, yards for the quarterback, yards per play for the team, DVOA, and points per game, isn't that a, a good – didn't that exceed expectations? Or was that your expectations for Dak? I've always been a Dak fan. So I, I expected him to play well. I just don't think he played any better than he did the year before. And it's hard to make the case when they didn't make the postseason and he struggled in big-time games. So I would have paid him a long time ago. This wouldn't even be a conversation right now if I were running the Cowboys. But for whatever reason, they've got doubts. Yeah, I agree. And we talked about it yesterday. It strikes me that it's either – Dallas isn't as high on Dak as the advanced metrics are, as a lot of the Vegas guys are. You know, maybe they think Dak's more like number 10 quarterback. And obviously, you wouldn't want to pay this kind of money, you know, 30 plus for that guy. I disagree, but it could be that. Or maybe it's something else. There's some Jerry Jones reason. And let's be honest, the guy's a billionaire, right? It's not like he's going to have some stupid reason or whatever is he's going to have a a reason billionaires have not to like Dak. But, wow, it seems like when you're the Cowboys quarterback, how popular you are, how forthright you are, like all the things, like be a good American, be a good – it seems like Dak meets the criteria, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's done everything the right way. I mean, look, Ezekiel Elliott was looking for a new contract and handled it, quote-unquote, the opposite of Dak and ended up getting paid first. And a lot of people can say actually got a great deal and that Dallas overpaid for him. So Dak's in a position to where he's done it the right way at a super, super affordable rate. They've won play. They've won a playoff game with him. They've made the playoffs a couple of times. They've gotten rid of their head coach. You would think they've made their choice. It wasn't Dak who was the problem and still they're not giving him his money. And it's funny. You keep bringing up and I think it's a great point. I just don't think it's applicable, meaning the great point is generally, or maybe I should say a great fact, is that Dak has been one of the best deals of the century. That literally, I can't, I mean, I'm not sure if we made a list since 2000 who's been the best value for the money, but Dak's on the top 10, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Of the, you know, 20 years now. Yeah. All right. The question is, how is that applicable? Meaning, hey, you signed that contract was mandated by the league. You overperformed it. Congrats. That's why we're offering you now 33 or whatever million. But the idea of, hey, you got underpaid. We're going to overpay you now. Well, the flip side of that would have to be, hey, you got overpaid. We need you to take a big discount now. I don't ever see that happening. No, it's not happening. That's that's me trying to justify why I think he deserves to be paid. Like that's that's my end of it. Why I think he deserves because to your be paid. personal feelings about my that. personal feelings they get involved absolutely. Like physics like that. Yeah. But usually, usually <laughs> with physics, it's very attractive men. It is, of course. Yeah. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. Last thing on this, and I'm going to double back to it. I'm going to use Jonas as an example. And I like to discuss Jonas's contract situation. I, I don't get involved. I let the suits. But let's imagine, Jonas, that it's negotiation time. Oh, yeah. You come in with your Ari Gold-esque agent. Yep. 
Do you tell his name on the air? Or you no, don't? I don't give his name. No. Okay. Yeah. That's the real power of Rogers. Yeah, no. I mean, I just call his alias is John Ramos. That's just what I go with. Is, then, is that yeah. okay? Then Ramos, see, yeah. you said? I mean, okay. Ramos, Ramos, <laughs> you know. Now, here is the situation. Last year, you got way underpaid. Let's say you got paid uh, half a million. You got way underpaid. Okay. And you overperform your contract. It's time for negotiation. Now, they have a year option left on you. This is just like Dak. And they say, hmm, the market right now for weekend overnight guys, you know, about $2 million a year. We're going to offer you $2 million. Okay? Now, you're going to say, hmm, no thank you. All right? So, you go work on the option year. You had a great year. All right? Hypothetically now, Dak had a great year. You come back in and said, all right. What about, how do you like me now? And he looks at it and he goes, two million for three years. You just turned it down. <laughs> like the idea that this right. isn't a slap in Dak's face. I mean, well, y- y- listen, you and your agent, I don't think would take kindly to that. No, and he's a very violent guy. So I don't think that meeting would end well. I, it, the more that you look at Kirk Cousins, and I know everybody you know, mocks Kirk Cousins because of his you know, outside of the one Eastern time time slot and his struggles and all that. But the more that you look at Kirk Cousins, the more you realize he played this as well as you could play it because he's the only guy getting a fully guaranteed contract and he's doing it on a short-term deal, which means after next year, he's going to be up and a free agent again and could end up getting another major contract and i don't think kirk cousins is 30 years old yet but here's the thing when you're talking that kind of money wouldn't you rather lock in um and and i guess what i'm saying is that what cousins took a risk of year after year was a catastrophic injury really fundamentally changing the amount of money that he his generational wealth wouldn't necessarily have been there, right? Yeah. So, so in a weird way, I almost like the idea of saying, you know, this is always the debate that we have is when do you hedge, RJ? I mean, the question I get the most in tournament time is coming up, when do you hedge? So a hedge is typically I got a five-teamer, four teams are in. What do I do on that fifth game? Do I bet a little bit the other way, lock in a profit? And my answer is always simple. It's only hedge if you would make the hedging bet alone, meaning if you didn't have the other side, you, wouldn't, you would still make this bet. Now it's still a positive bet, right? That's one. Or two, if it's life-changing money. So for me, if it's 100 mil, which is life-changing for sure, would I rather have a 50% chance at 100 mil or $35 million? Because mathematically, a 50% chance at 100 mil is 50 mil. But I'll take 35. Because 35 is enough to change my life. I want to lock that yeah. in. To me, I mean, I know these guys are maybe past the point of like having to go work a job. But the generational wealth stuff, Dak certainly, certainly doesn't have that right now. Right? No. So a catastrophic injury... I don't know if you sweat over the last couple mil, lock in the 90 or the 120 for four or whatever. Yeah, it's it it's an that's why I I just find it hard to believe that if it was thirty three million. By the way, correction: Kirk Cousins is thirty one years old, so he's looking at potentially two more major contracts before his career is over. Um, I just don't. I find it hard to believe if thirty three million dollars was on the table that Dak would just turn his back on it, unless the guarantees weren't up to what they wanted. But clearly, there's something that just doesn't doesn't add up here. 
And what I would say is this, I tend to agree with you, but I'll, if you liked, if you said no to the 33 last year, then it's a hard no this year, it would seem. Yeah, it and be. to me, Jerry Jones offering it feels almost like a slap in the face. Yeah. No, I would agree. I, I, I mean, it sounds absurd for 33, but this is all relative here. Yeah, I would agree. When we come back, we've, we talked about one of the stars of the nightly soaps, Dak. Next up, Tom Brady. Oh, man, the gibbering and the jabbering about Brady. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a few moments, we will get into the one player holding the entire NFL hostage. Oh, but in a in a in a nice way, yes. not in a bad way. No, in not a in a bad way. Very nice way. He's terrific. He's terrific. Thanks for joining us today. We also have odds on Brady coming up in literally just a minute or so. You're listening to the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has more than doubled in the last year, and that's because of you. Thank you so much for listening and spreading the word. Another way you can listen, foxsportsradio.com. Streaming all of Fox's stuff every day, including us, 6 Eastern. Right now here in Vegas, 72 degrees, clear skies, and the neon is bumping. So, RJ, we've got about 14 days remaining until the big decision has to be made on whether or not Tom Brady will return to the New England Patriots or will become a free agent. And Tom Brady, even a year after he didn't win a playoff game, is the talk of the NFL during the offseason. Yeah, and the question is, one, what do you mean when you say there's a countdown? So let's be very specific about this. It's almost impossible that the Patriots would sign Brady after the deadline date in which the cap hit goes through the roof at that point, which is March 17th, and his cap hit would go up over $13 million for the Patriots. So it's almost certain if Brady's going to sign with the Patriots, it will be on or before that deadline, March 17th. And if he's not going to sign with the Patriots, another team, it's certainly going to be after that date because he's not out of his contract yet officially with the Patriots till the 17th. So I guess in theory he could announce – before the 17th, he was going somewhere else, but he couldn't officially sign. But if we look at New England as the favorite, as they are, and let's go over the odds. And remember, Vegas does this the best. They tell you about the future. Right now, New England minus 175. All right, so that's about 63% or so. He goes to New England. The number two favorite... And this has been new in the last day or so. The Tennessee Titans, four to one. Raiders, seven to one. Chargers, seven to one. So let's go over the big favorites one more time. New England, minus 175. So about 63% chance, New England. Tennessee, four to one. Raiders, seven to one. Chargers, seven to one. And then the long shots Miami, Indianapolis, Dallas, Chicago. The question is, And I know people think I'm crazy to ask this. Does Tennessee really get upgraded with Brady versus Tannehill? Um, Yeah, I think so. I think Brady's a little better than Tannehill. So last year, how bad? Do you think that is Brady's? Because there's two ways you can look at last year. Hey, everybody has a bad year now and again, right? Or with Brady, you can say, you know— he passed for more yards last year than probably anyone ever his age, so that's about as good as you can hope. 
But if he's hitting uncharted territory with his age and he has the worst year of his career, don't you see a correlation that's only going to get worse? Yeah, I, that's why I wouldn't trust him longer than a year or two years max. I would take, if it was, you know, who do you, who'd you rather have four years from now? I would take Ryan Tannehill, no doubt about it, but I would still trust Brady. <laughs> Instead of Brady uh, in the booth or whatever yeah, he's doing right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. And, and in a way, you almost make the point that trumps it all. I actually maybe think, you know, I'll be honest, I have a lot of faith in Brady. Um, obviously, he's earned it at every level, not only his performance on the field, not only his winning, right? Because you can be, let's say, an average quarterback. Well, Brady wasn't that. He was on the field, just quarterback now. Let's not worry about the team. as You know, right there in the top five or six of all time, if you just look at stats. Then if you think about the team's performance, the best of all time, the GOAT. It's not even a debate, really. Yeah. And then you think, how about longevity? Best of all time. Yep. Right? At quarterback. Yep. So if you're like, you know, the Peyton Manning comparison could be pretty valid, just on the field stats. But then you think about the team's winning, and then you think about longevity. I mean, Brady deserves every kudos, benefit of the doubt, respect we can give him. He might be the best football player of all time. And he, it's great for a quarterback who wasn't mobile, who wasn't like, you know, he wasn't like a physical quarterback, but he's got that feel of a football player, yeah. you know, where he's not afraid, you know. So I agree. It, it's been a, a great journey. But if a guy's older than anyone's ever been and starting in the NFL at quarterback and literally he's a year older, I'm skeptical. If we just look at last season, Tannehill versus Brady, and we use QBR again, and I believe QBR is the best single metric to measure a quarterback. Brady, 17th best in the NFL. Tannehill, 9th best. Who do you want next year? I personally probably want Tannehill. Now, what I'll say that maybe Jonas is right is what's your goal? If your goal in this hypothetical is number of wins during the regular season, you want to have a chance to win double-digit games. i probably take Tannehill. In fact, i do for sure. But if your goal is to win the Super Bowl, even if Tannehill has the better season, you get Brady in the playoffs and you see him in the locker room, i got to give you credit, Jonas. There, he has an edge. Here's the one thing I'll say, though. Uh, I, I will retract my statement. If the Patriots decide to move on from Tom Brady and he goes somewhere else, I think Brady's going to have a rough year because New England is the best in the league, maybe the best ever at knowing what a player has left and when to move on. And if they're walking away from him willingly, that should tell us everything we need to know about what they think of Tom Brady and his future. So you're saying the only way that Tom Brady doesn't resign with the Pats is if the Pats reject him? I think... Everything makes sense for Brady to go back. It's what he's known. I know he wants to test free agency, and Bob Kraft is throwing it out there that, you know, hopefully he can see what else is out there and it'll make him, you know, more us more desirable or whatnot. That's been a report that was thrown out a couple of weeks ago. But I think if the Patriots wanted him back, Tom Brady would go back. Like, that's, that's what I firmly believe. Wow. I, I mean, the Patriots want him back. The question is for what dollar amount? Like for 20 mil, they want him back so fast, oh, you know, yeah. they'll uh, send, send a chauffeur. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, 
I mean, I guess that's where it gets tricky to me. If the Pats say $23 million and that's it, and Brady's getting offered 32 from Tennessee, now, now if he leaves in that case, is that you saying, well, the Pats really didn't want him or they would have offered him market? Well, if you're the 20th best quarterback and now you're a year older and you're not still the oldest quarterback ever to perform, what is the market? Yeah, I, I I'm curious to know what it is that he's actually asking for. Like, is it is it somewhere over thirty million dollars? I no, mean, yeah, no I don't. Yeah, I just I don't know that they would go that route. If he's never, or they wouldn't. If they never count, if Brady's never cared about the last five million. I mean, it sounds funny to say, but if he's never cared about the last five million, why would he start now? And to me, the thing that's the biggest financial blockbuster for Brady would be if he wins one more Super Bowl because TB12 probably makes another $100 million that way Yeah, at his age. So I believe, and I've been saying all along, and I'm going to be candid with you, and I always have to caveat this, Colin Cowherd has been a great friend to me, but when there, there are no sacred cows, no sacred, sacred cow herds, and I was listening, I always listen to the show right here on FSR, and he was talking about Colin was right and Colin was wrong, a great segment they have on Mondays. And it came in that they're saying because of Edelman, you know, the weekend reporting, that, uh, you know, he might not be coming back to the Pats. Now, most recently on the Colin wheel of likelihood, it was 98% he was going back to New England. Yeah, But somehow him potentially going to Tennessee, Colin said he was right. Because before, he said Tennessee was the best bet or, or the best team other than New England. So, Jonas, the trick here is you've got to say every possible combination, and you're fine. <laughs> and just see who's paying attention. To see how many I, mean, people I, can, are I can't lie. I was thinking, boy, he's going to eat some humble pie here. And, and then he's like... Not, he goes, I was right again, everyone. Who told you first? <laughs> like, and and the, also, the when the video came out and they showed Julian Edelman saying he's coming back, he's coming back, people started trying to figure out what Tom Brady said in return. And when you watch the video, it looks like he says he's not. Like he, he lips the words he's not. And then somebody said, no, 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 what he said was this guy, meaning Julian Edelman. You go back and watch the video again, and it looks like he said this guy. So now we're at the point to where we're talking about lip reading, uh, what what f- a combination of words he used. It, it just this whole thing has gone completely over the top. But the funny thing is, you have all the knowledge on it. I think you were like the Zuf- the the Kennedy assassination yeah. film. Yeah, I think Z- perhaps Zabruder film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is looking at it frame by frame. Listen. What Brady's going for, last word on this, he wants a second year. This is what this is all about. He, and it's not about the money the second year. He wants another chance because let's be candid. Brady's been discounted before. I mean, would it really shock you that badly when the Patriots started the year 4-0, right? Yeah. And... Did they go further in 4-0 undefeated? Uh, I would need to double-check, but I know they got yeah, up to a hot Yeah, we're going to look that up real quick. I'm almost sure they did. There was talk about them going undefeated. There was talk about the Patriots being the best team. You know, they, this was a better version because they were more athletic and younger than, than the year before. 
Would it really shock you if Brady signed a two-year deal tomorrow? 8-0. They started 8-0. Yeah, I mean, or if, if Brady wins a Super Bowl. I mean, I'll tell you this. How many teams – let's do this after the break. Or we don't have a break. I'm sorry. We got a news update. But let's do this in just one minute. If I was making a bet on if your team wins a Super Bowl in the next two years, next two years, you win. It's just I'm going to give you 10,000. How many teams would you take before New England? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And remember, Fez, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, he has up coming up Friday another of his XFL picks, undefeated, like Andre the Giant this season for you <laughs> and for all of his long-term customers up at pregame.com. Before the end of today's show, last segment, we got a college basketball best bet coming up. So every last segment, best bet, pretty much six a week at minimum. All right, Jonas, I'm going to rephrase the question just more succinctly. You want to win a Super Bowl in the next two years. That's all that matters. Yes Mm -hmm. or no. I'm asking you how many teams are better odds in your mind than the Patriots to win a Super Bowl the next two years. I will say... Four. All right. List them, please. Uh, Chiefs, 49ers. Okay. Ravens. Okay. And, oof, this is tough. Uh, so you pick four without picking the teams. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm just guessing like the handful of teams uh, to yeah, go yeah, before. Yeah, yeah th- not a whole lot of time to prepare for so, the question. Here. Uh, Re- McKenzie in research said Seattle would be his next team. If he had, you know, and then he actually has five ahead of him. Well, actually, he's got four ahead of him. Casey, Baltimore, San Fran agreeing with you. Now the question is, do you agree with Seattle? Oh, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And maybe Philly, I mean, has been really good. I can't I can't trust Philly. I, just something about that doesn't make sense to Any me. Any AFC team. I mean, think about Pittsburgh. It's hard with Big Ben. Right? Obviously, no team in the NFC East. No. Or, I'm sorry, AFC East, other than, I mean, Buffalo's not there yet. Yeah, nobody, I can't trust anybody in the AFC South. Can't trust anybody else in the East. Um, other than the Chiefs in the West, I don't trust anybody there. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would go with maybe New Orleans. New Orleans might be a team on the outside as well, too. Yeah, but, I mean, Woods, Woods Breeze got one more year. That's the thing, yeah. Right? And, again, a lot of people think Breeze was dropping off. The stats don't say that, actually. So to recap with Brady, it's kind of hard to debate this. If Brady re-signs with the Patriots, the only teams with a better chance to win a Super Bowl in the next two years, Kansas City, they got a guy named Mahomes, so I don't think they want Brady. Right. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson's probably solidified, right? Yeah. San Francisco, now that's interesting. Jimmy G, you can debate it, but I, boy, imagine that move, right? So it's almost like the case could be made that it would be impossible for Tom Brady to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl from here on out, to have a better chance than New England is impossible, that that is clearly his best chance, doesn't it seem? Yeah, I would agree. And, and who's a better team with Tom Brady? Are the, do you like the Patriots better with Tom Brady or the Titans better with Tom Brady? I like the Patriots 50 100%. times better. 100%. I totally agree. Because what, and that's why I don't think Brady leaving is really an option, or it's, it's, a, it's a long shot. And the reason is 
that he wants to win more than anything. And it takes a year. I mean, wow, I know he's savvy, but how could he be comfortable with a new offense? I get Vrabel and the connection, but he Vrabel wasn't a coach. He was a player. Yeah. I mean, it's like Gronk if he was a coach. You know, I mean, obviously Vrabel's a good football mind. I think this is a done deal, and it almost worries me that if you are a Pats fan, because I want to see Brady finish his career there. I, you know, maybe I'm old school. You know, I'm in my 40s, but I don't like guys changing teams. I like a guy playing out his career if he can, yeah. you know. And you think back to some of the sad moments in sports, it's usually Joe Namath, you know, in, in a uh, Rams uniform Emmett, or Willie Emmett Mays Smith, you hear about. Emmett Smith is a cardinal. I, don't, I blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> it's just like it never happened. You're right. All right, let's do this. Let's quickly look at this MVP race because – let me ask you, Jonas, because you really have your finger on the pulse of media, and we're talking NBA now. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas talking to Jonas Knox in L.A. Giannis has been the talk. It's locked up. It's locked up. Oh, my gosh, the MVP's locked up. But in the last 10 days or so, especially since LeBron against Zion in the 40, a lot of talk about LeBron winning the MVP. Yeah. One, what do you think is going to happen? And what do you think should happen? What I think should happen is Giannis wins the MVP. What I think is going to happen is they're going to give it to LeBron. Okay. So I thought, you know what would be a good topic? Let's look at the odds how they were a while back. Let's look at the odds today on MVP. Let's see the LeBron surge. Because would you agree in media, FSR, but everywhere – a lot of talk about LeBron and the MVP, right? Oh, yeah, he's getting a ton of love. Especially, and to your point, especially over the last couple of weeks. Seven days ago, on 226, Giannis was minus 400. LeBron was 7.5 to 1. So nice payoff, right? Tied with Harden, 7.5 to 1. Luka, 7.5 to 1. All right, so Giannis minus 400. A week later, today... Giannis went from minus 400 to minus 800. So his chance effectively doubled, all right? And, well, his odds doubled. His chance didn't exactly double, but literally from minus 400 to minus 800. LeBron from 7.5 to 1 before, 10 to 1. So somehow, some way, and these are multiple books. It's not some stray sports book. Taking a consensus of the market. Vegas and offshore, Giannis's chance to win the MVP has gone up in the last week. LeBron's has gone down. But the jibber-jabber <laughs> and Mr. T style, when it comes to all the LeBron talks, been, I mean, really strong. Why was there that much movement in the line amidst all this LeBron talk? Like, we, it, like it's the opposite of what happened with Brady. All of a sudden, there was talk about Brady at the Combine, and the odds dropped significantly in favor of the Patriots to, to re-sign him back. So why did this go the opposite way when all the support is coming out publicly for LeBron? I think it's a great question, and, and to me, it doesn't make sense. Because if there were some truth that the market was seeing that the media guys weren't, I, I'll be happy to explain. Everyone thinks Green Bay's good. Remember all last football season, right. I was saying Green Bay's not so good. Seattle's not so good, right? Everyone thought they were. They weren't. The market agreed with me. The media was wrong. Here, there is no underlying truth. This is a vote. 
And what would be the best sign of a vote is what the, what the talk amongst the voters is. Right. Who votes for the MVP? It's the media. So, to, I mean, the market usually doesn't do stupid things. This one, the only thing I can think of is why Giannis is now a bigger favorite to be MVP now than he was a week ago, was all the attention around the All-Star game. The equivalent to this was a couple of years ago. We talked about it on the show, the Heisman Trophy race. All of a sudden, there was a surge, yeah. surge for, well, it was a surge for Kyler Murray. Remember? Because uh-huh. we all thought it was, it was a done deal. And we started to speculate who got a hold of voters to find out what is actually happening and why did the odds favor so much, so drastically for Kyler Murray there when he was never even on anybody's radar before the season. Now that's good memory because that's what it was. There was some type of survey and it changed the odds. And Tua was like a ten to one, one to ten favor yeah. to actually win the Heisman. Never did. We'll see how he does in the draft. When we come back, we got a best bet in college basketball. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. It is time for a best bet, R.J., and for that, we go to the world of college basketball. A.J. Hoffman, a big wig in Houston radio, but boy, does he know college basketball expert at pregame.com. He's got a pick tonight in the Iowa game. Let's go to the Big Ten today. Purdue at Iowa. Iowa now minus four and a half. I'm going to like Iowa minus four and a half here. I'll continue to fade Purdue on the road because it's just worked all season. Purdue one and eight against the spread on the road in conference play. Meanwhile, Iowa seven and two against the spread at home. They're playing with motivation. Iowa still has a shot at a top four seed, which in the Big Ten tourney would make their path significantly easier. They're also in a great revenge spot because Purdue handed Iowa their worst loss of the season, a 36-point thumping at West Lafayette. Remember, Purdue hit a season-high 19 threes in that game, 56% from outside. I expect a big regression there, and I expect Luka Garza to have another big game. He had 26 in the first matchup as he tries to solidify his case as player of the year. My pick, Iowa, minus 4.5. Okay, and remember, this is interesting at this time of year, which is... How motivated are these teams? You might say, RJ, why wouldn't they be motivated? Well, think about it. If you are, you know, you're a two seed, a three seed, what are you really playing for? You win your conference tournament, you don't. Sometimes these senior coaches, the guys that have experience, don't mind them losing early in a conference tournament. Also, as you reach the end of the season, the regular season now in the Big Ten, Same kind of factors, right? Meaning that how motivated are these teams? Some teams are out of the chance for an at-large bid, so their only chance is to win the tournament. So they're resting now. So motivation at the end of the college basketball. Key, Iowa, minus four and a half, even up to five in some spots. Best bet from AJ. We've got odds of a different variety coming up here in just one moment. Want to let you know we are brought to you by My Computer Career. Hate your job? Maybe it's time for a career. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. RJ, it is Super Tuesday, and you've got the latest odds. Listen, Vegas does better than anyone. It tells you the future. The Vegas odds are the best predictor of the future there is might as well use them for something important like who's going to be running for president this is for the democratic nomination joe biden has surged they're expecting a big day from biden the batters he's up to 59 percent chance to win the nomination that's up 27 percent in the last 24 hours surge times 10 bernie 34 percent chance he's down 11 percent And then the only other viable guy is Bloomberg, but his odds have been cut in half. He had a uh, 13% chance down to 6%. So Biden, almost a 60% chance to win the nomination for the Democrats based on the odds. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 